Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in alignment with your higher self. I'm your host, Suzanne Venus, and I welcome you into this space. In today's episode, it will be a short and sweet one entitled Spiritual Junkie to Spiritually Evolving. And I'm probably going to call myself out on some of my bullshit. Um, Cards and readings and crystals and workshops and retreats. Oh my. There is the ability to use spirituality as another addiction in a form of escapism. And I know there were brief moments through my spiritual evolution, and I don't think I am this enlightened uh, know-all, be-all being, um, but there have been times where definitely spirituality was um, used for escapism. I mean, I've got 25 plus decks of tarot and oracle cards that I use. I have some crystals, although they do not speak to me in the way that some of my close um, colleagues do. I've attended workshops. I've hosted workshops. I've gone to moon circles. I have hosted moon circles. I've gone on retreats. I've done all the things. And yet, the problem in all of this stuff is that sometimes we are using it as a way to escape our humanity, our humanness, and everyday real life. And it gives us this form of dopamine, like a hit of escapism, you know. So yes, I have a meditative practice. It's very short. I incorporate it daily. I tune into my spiritual self as I do work working with clients on the daily. It is part of what I need to facilitate to do. But I am not sitting for an hour, two hours, trying to transcend my humanness. Sometimes within the spiritual community, there is a belief that the higher in this evolutionary state of spirituality, we become the more enlightened we come. And it puts it on a bullshit hierarchical system in which everything else was built and the hierarchy is garbage, to be quite honest. The whole point of your spiritual evolution, which once you start on the path, truly never stops, is to fully integrate, embrace, and be your fullest expression of your human self. Anything else, I call bullshit. Thinking that you're better than people who are not as spiritually evolved, and I have that in quotation marks, is bullshit. And so I just wanted to talk about some of my experiences and how do we integrate and actually do this, right? How do we do this shit? (laughs) You know, how do we do this hard stuff? So, um, Yes, I have things like cards and crystals and so on. Uh, the crystals I use once in a while in um, in sessions to help amplify the work that I'm doing. I think that they're pretty, but you know, I there was a time where I was using them constantly, and I felt like I needed to have them everywhere with me, and that they were going to protect me. And I mean, aside from me picking up a crystal and throwing it at someone. Um, their ability to protect, and I say that in, in quotation marks, uh, really doesn't work. You have to have the belief in yourself. And that's the whole 
whole point and vibration of everything is to have this true belief in who you really are as a person. My decks that I have, I have used them as escape because I don't want to be present in, in real life. I've done that in the past. Now I use them as a tool to just give me that uh, validation of what I know intuitively or with my inner wisdom. So I want to just talk a little bit um, today about some of my crazy experiences that I've had and the human lessons, as well as my analogy of retreats and workshops to The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Um, I think it's an easy way to relate so that others can fully understand um, you know, how this can be used as escapism or becoming a spiritual junkie. So when I was really sick, which I have discussed in my first podcast about my journey, um, it was a year and a half of being incredibly ill and about six or seven months of not being diagnosed with anything. All of my um, diagnostic tests coming back that I was fine, even though I was clearly not fine as I was deteriorating in my physical health, my mental health, my emotional health. I've talked before about how um, I wasn't suicidal, but I really just wanted my life to be over because the pain was so insurmountable. And I remember one of these evenings, I was laying in bed. I had already put my daughter to bed. She was five at the time, so an earlier bedtime. And I was laying in bed, just kind of quiet. It was, you know, maybe eight o'clock in the evening. I wasn't sleeping. And... I just kind of did a prayer to source to myself. I still have issues with calling source God, and I'll, I'll talk about religion at another point in time. That's my own uh, shit to unpack. Um, but, you know, connecting to source and saying, like, what do I need? What do I need? What do I need? I was just tired of the pain. And in that moment, I was, you know, just resting on the bed, not asleep. All of a sudden, I had paralysis come over my body and my soul floated out over my body. And I was viewing myself from a top of my body. My body was paralyzed. My mind was in my body and yet my soul was out of my body looking at myself. And I was simultaneously laying in bed, witnessing my soul out of me as I was simultaneously uh, my soul self that was out of my body witnessing what was happening on the bed. And my soul self just told me, you need to love yourself. You truly need to love yourself. And then my soul self kind of crawled back into my body, integrated itself, and it was like I was getting this hug. And that was really the point where I started saying, okay, what what are the steps that I need to do to love myself? What are the aspects of my inner child that wasn't seen, heard, or validated that I need to see, hear, and validate within myself to do that you know, loving and acceptance of myself. What ways am I still being triggered by others? And what does that say about me? Because regardless of what anybody says or does, it's not on them to fix my triggers. It's on me to address and fix my triggers. I also had 
many experiences and still have many experiences of astral traveling in my sleep. I have a lot of clients that often tell me, they're like, ah, you showed up in my dreams. You showed up in my meditation. You showed up in my, um, all these places. And yeah, sometimes when I am asleep, I am um, kind of checking up and checking in on people. I'm going to other places and and it can be cool and interesting. Um, but again, it's just how can I use this to just show up and be more human in my day to day? I also indoctrinated, I guess, myself into speaking light language in May of 2020. I asked Source to be a channel of light and to allow the vibrations of light to move through me uh, for my own healing and growth so that I could be in better service to others. I, that was my intention that I set. And when I tuned in, I started the process of, okay, well, I'm just going to say random sounds until this light language comes through. And those of you unfamiliar with light language, it is sound, light, and energy frequency that is both ancient and galactic and cosmic. It um, doesn't have it isn't a dialect that is found on earth, but it holds light frequency vibrations, which are expansive at the heart center. And so I started intonating just random sounds like ra, ma, she, tu, ba, ba, whatever. And in my head, my ego is like, you're not fucking special. You're no different than anybody else. This happens to other people and not you. Might as well give up. You might as well, whatever. So I still kept saying um, these words that were just random sounds, right? At which point my head kind of tilted back and then snapped forward. And I started speaking in light language frequency, which was tones, sounds, clicks, hand movements, gestures of sound vibration. And as this was happening, my body, my, my Suzanne, 40-year-old Suzanne at the time, split out of the body and was witnessing this happening while this, this channel of sound was moving out through me and the hand movements and motions. And it was a very emotional experience. And so Suzanne went, shit, there's a message here that you need to hear. Pull out your phone and record. So my daughter was upstairs playing Roblox and I'm and Suzanne while this light being that's moving through me which was just an aspect of me um but Suzanne was like oh my god your daughter's playing Roblox you don't want her to come down but you need to record this there's something in here for you it might speak to other people it is so emotional like get your phone out so I video recorded and I have over two minutes recording of this very first um, indoctrination into light language. Um, those familiar with religion may liken it to speaking in tongues, but it's these sound vibrations. I felt this outpouring of love from my heart center. It felt like this buildup of pressure and then release. I say like a heartgasm. It was almost like an orgasm, but coming from my heart center, that my heart felt like it was like just expanding to the point where it exploded and shattered. And I was giving myself so much love that I have never, ever received in my life or understood. It was an incredibly powerful experience. 
Um, those of you that follow me on Instagram, if you follow through to, I don't know, some point in January or February of 2021, I do have a post that is, what is light language, where I address this. And there is a video that you can see of 30 seconds of that very first time. It's incredibly emotional. It was powerful. And I felt unconditional love from myself at that time. I've had crazy experiences in meditation where visions have come to me or working with clients and loved ones that were lost will show me images or imagery or send messages. And yet, who the fuck cares? <laughs> All of this happens and yet the message time and time again is to show up in your very human self, Suzanne. Hold space for everyone at the vibration of which they are at because you're not any damn better than anyone else. You're there to help people recognize their wholeness and hold space for it. And so, you know, I often say that we can go to things like retreats, which I have done. And my analogy of a retreat is like the bachelor or the bachelorette. It's a contrived and controlled situation that is meant to bring out heightened emotions and experiences, some of which are incredibly powerful. There are some wonderful, powerful connections that you have with other individuals and that become part of your life moving forward from that experience. And there's some individuals that you recognize, holy shit, I don't ever want to see you again. Um, you know, you think of the relationship to yourself as the relationship between the final couple that ends up in the bachelor or bachelorette. But when you move them out of that, that contrived or controlled situation. So when you move out of this retreat space that you've been in for a weekend or a week or whatever it happens to be with all of these magical experiences, and then you move out into the real world, that's where the work and integration comes in. That's where the follow through comes in. So that if you're using a retreat as a means of escape from real life, you're missing the point. You have to take the lessons and actually tune them into your day to day. And that's where the hard work of your spiritual evolvement uh, it shows up. It's in relationship to your partner to your ch child or children, to your boss, to your coworkers, your friends, your family, and those you're in closest relationship to, because your triggers will be triggered by those that you are closest to the majority of the time. And that's where you have to look at, fuck, what part of me is unhealed here? Can I just be aware that I'm being triggered and it's on me to actually take a step back is my inner child hurting? Is this because of a trauma that I suffered? Is this, how can I, and asking yourself all the questions and that takes some hard work and mastery. And it's also holding space for people who are not there yet and may never get there in this lifetime. We cannot fix or change anyone. The changing has to be internally driven. You cannot, just because you move on this path of awareness and connection to self does not mean that you're going to drag everyone along and does not mean that you are spiritually superior to anyone who is not there. It is up to you 
to own where you're at, to hold space and compassion for each individual where they're at, and to be in service of source. And to be in service of source or universe or God, again, that is a triggering word for me that I'm working through because of religion. I will discuss this at some point. Um, in our connection or our service to source, it's to be the most authentic and aligned human self we can, embracing all of our humanness, showing up in alignment every fucking day and holding space for where everyone else is at, knowing that they're doing their best, holding compassion that they're doing the best. I hope this sits well with you. I can't wait to bring more guests on the show in the very near future. And it's always a pleasure to dialogue with you. Chat soon. Bye for now.